Yeah, I think a lot of our generation kind of, uh, you know, um, subconsciously get it. Of course, there's a lot of millennials and whatnot with their heads stuck in the phone that don't care too much. But um, our generation is aware of it and that it's, it's becoming urgent that we need to make changes with our food systems and our climate and all these things. And so we are motivated to take action. Welcome to the Drew Perlman Show. Think of this podcast as the antidote to the fear, the noise, and the talking heads in the news. The show features an entertaining blend of ancient wisdom, empowering ideas, and cutting edge, healthy living science to optimize your health and your life. All right, so let's dive in and get started. Today's guest on the show, well, today is a very special show because we have three guests. We have Jim Perkins, Manya Lulik, and Kalman Lulik, and they are the visionaries behind a new project called Thunderdome. And Thunderdome is a health conscious community center that heals and grows both humans and nature, which is amazing. Their mission is to empower local food systems and restore natural health in our soil, our food and ourselves. And each one plays a different role. So again, we have Jim here and Jim is a healing health and human performance coach. Right. Manya is an executive chef and Kalman is the media technology specialist, but he's also a holistic health and fitness coach. Guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for Thanks having so much, Drew. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Happy to be here. So this is very exciting because I've never had more than one guest. So today we have not one, not two, we got three, which is, which is pretty cool. Going all out. <laughs> That's right. And it's interesting, just a little background. So my dear friend, Gertrude, who, who, uh, who connected us, she, she kept telling me, she's like, Drew, you got to meet these Thunderdome guys. They're, they're doing an incredible <laughs> project and we met and then, and now here we are. So this is cool. Yeah. Very excited for this. Yeah, me too. Me too. So let's just start with this. You guys are all, you know, you're all young people, you're millennials in your twenties and you know, not everybody sees the big picture of where we are right now in the world in terms of healing and the planet. Just talk a little bit about why you think you've been so drawn to this message and this mission of healing the planet and life on the planet. Yes, absolutely. So I, I feel that we probably all had our own individual experiences. Um, I know a couple of us had had experiences with Western medicine and conventional methods that just didn't uh, really make sense to us and cause some harm. And it caused us to look at the bigger picture and kind of dive into the way we live as a society, um, why we live that way. And then you look at the time period that we're going through right now, um, you, the rise in technology and what, what many people call the great awakening of consciousness. And essentially, all the information that is being circulated like never before, people are learning why things are the way they are and a lot of the adjustments that need to be made and the lifestyle changes that we need to face. Um, so I think, you know, we've had our own experiences, but there is a rise in consciousness due to, um, you know, technology and this whole era that we're going through where we're learning more than ever before. Just information is everywhere. So truth is kind of being revealed more. And and that's where we're kind of hopping on board and we're aligning with with that process. Beautiful. Um, Kalman or Manya, do you, do you guys want to add anything to that? Yeah, so um, I guess where I would start is my own personal experience. You know, I, I did the whole corporate thing for five years and it didn't work for me mentally, spiritually, physically, like I, I kind of broke down and end up getting sick and 
Western medicine didn't do all the things that I wanted it to do to help heal myself. So I started looking into, you know, what a holistic mindset actually means. And it's, it's building a better foundation, you know, health wise for your future and start living for longevity. And, and for me, that concept doesn't just apply to me personally. It applies to how I view we should live life on this planet and on this world and, and holistically and creative foundation for the future so we can grow and live and, uh, and be happy together. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, uh, kind of crazy stuff going on in terms of the macro and micro biomes and biology, all this new information is coming out about the gut health and then about, uh, all this negative information about monocropping and how it's affecting our health. So there's, there's a lot, like Jim said, there's so much information that we're learning and that we're connecting and trying to make it all, uh, fit into one piece of the puzzle that we want to fix. Um, so the, our, our, our idea, and Jim can talk more about this, is, is the Thunderdome. Absolutely. And, and how about you, Manya? What, um, what brought you into this world? So uh, my background <laughs> is, as you mentioned, uh, an executive chef. I've been doing that for about a decade um, and I lost my job when the first shutdowns happened last year and kind of had to take a step back and reevaluate things. And I realized that I was not a happy, healthy human being. I was being worked to death in a very toxic environment that didn't allow for growth of any kind. And so I spent the last years trying to reconnect with my roots um, and reevaluate my relationship with food. Uh, I do have some experience in farming. I did that after I graduated college for a year. So, uh, you know, a little bit of husbandry as well as gardening and uh, larger scale farming. And, you know, Jim approached me with this project and he was like, Hey, would you be willing to like help out with this stuff? And I was like, dude, I got you. <laughs> and it kind of just took off from there. And, yeah. You know, I've, like I said, I've been doing my own sort of journey with, with food and uh, come a long way over the last year. It's been really exciting to uh, experiment and, and you know, even grow my own food in, in my backyard. We have a bunch of patio planters and, you know, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, we were we were thrilled when uh, Manya said she would come on board. Um, the long term vision always had a major food component and you know there's a lot of different components to this project so it, at at first it wasn't too sure how we could incorporate it or get it going and then to have someone like Manya with her talent um which is incredible her depth of knowledge and everything food is amazing so um it really kind of took this whole thing to the next level once uh she said she was interested in being a part of it yeah the part that really aligned with me is i kind of went from this very fast paced, mostly about money, because it is a business being in restaurants to this idea of providing a community with healthy, accessible meal options. And how can you say no to that? Mm, absolutely. So Jim, you, you, you know, as the architect of this whole thing as the creator, really, where, first of all, where did this idea come from, do you think? Yeah, I think it stems from, uh, you know, naturally who I am and my intuition and my interest as a human being. I don't align with conventional methods much. I didn't align with college much. Um, I always knew that I would kind of need some unique path. And 
at the age of 14, I started uh, becoming obsessive with weightlifting and training for sport to the point where, I, you know, I learned, I banged myself up pretty good in, was in PT three times by the time I was 16. And uh, by the time I was 18, I was training other people. Um, and a lot of people thought, you know, that's your career path. This is what you do. This is who you are. But I felt there was more to it. And uh, as I, when I dropped out of school, right after I had had an experience with Western medicine, that was um, pretty eye-opening and kind of sent me down the rabbit hole of human health and wellness. I uh, teamed up with a friend of mine uh, to do some side work with soil and soil restoration. And he really opened my eyes to our connection to nature, soil, um, and us being a ref our health being a reflection of our the health of our environment. And so uh, he has a really, it's a company called Kingdom Aquaponics. And he has a really unique and proprietary method of creating uh, healthy living soils and enhancing biology and regenerating the biology and soil. I call it regenerative agriculture at the microbial level. Um, and so I always wanted to utilize uh, that process and the unique connection we had and, and see how we could integrate that into society to make the most impact possible. And what you realize is one of the main issues our, our society lacks to progress in this is that people aren't too interested in it. Uh, they don't care too much. And that is changing. That is something that's changing. But there's not a lot of resources in this area. From uh, local farming to organics and healthy food, it kind of gets overpowered um, by the industrial food systems that are essentially destroying our health and the health of our environment. And so, you know, the potential of, of what he came up with in restoring natural soils, um, to me, was the most impactful way of not only affecting our own health, but the health of our environment. And so here I am taking my skill set in healing health and human performance, which is what I do on the daily. I'm a transformational fitness coach, uh, everything from high intensity sports performance to yoga, meditation and sound healing. I kind of combined it all in a um, merged approach. And so I want to uh, leverage that. W with that, I've, I've, I've developed a unique product, and, and Common and Manya can tell you, and as well as a lot of my clients, it's fun, it's uplifting, it's unique, and I would like to leverage that uh, product. I think it's going to do well when we open, and um, I don't necessarily resonate with the traditional, like I said, the traditional conventional methods of opening a strip mall gym or anything like that. I think I would rather be remote doing what I'm right now than doing that, but what does resonate with me is um, taking the right approach to to healing our culture and society in the areas that we need to. And I think that this product um, and this dome, which will essentially offer exercise, education, and events to um, build community, like just the way you would with a jujitsu gym or something like that, and gain resources with that to uh, generate these local food productions, uh, permaculture, small-scale permaculture, regenerative agriculture operations. Um, so essentially, it's merging these concepts of healing, health, and human performance, soil restoration, food, holistic wellness, to create a new action platform in the areas that we as a society need it most, areas that aren't getting the attention they need right now and are being bombarded by the capitalistic industrial food systems that don't care too much about uh, the, the health of the people and the masses. Absolutely. So, so tell us, guys, a, a little bit about where where you are right now with Thunderdome for people that aren't familiar with it. Where you are right now, and sort of what your vision is for 
um, you know, expanding it and getting it out into the world. So, so maybe kind of looking at where you are now and where you plan to be maybe in, you know, six months, a year or, or so on. Right. Yeah. So, um, this is a great question for us right now. We, um, I, I run the healing health and human performance business, three eyed tiger. Uh, that's pretty much full time. And we got, uh, especially around here, we have a great network and, and a great market. Um, so I'm busy doing that. And so we, we really want to open, we want to open a, a facility we want to get this concept up and going. We think it's the perfect time to do it. And we did indeed have a location, but we faced, uh, one of the major issues that we know that we'll face in this project and that's zoning and the way our society set up, which right now, to be honest, isn't working. It's not working for the people. It's not working for the environment, but many people aren't conscious to it and they're not as much willing to learn and change in the, in the ways that we need to. And so we are defying convention with our approach to this. And the reason for that is this is this is essentially a commercial operation. You know, it's like a, a fitness gym, to, per se, a natural health center, a community center. We have all these different ways of explaining it, but it's just a geodome. So I, I just also want to add, um, yeah, so like where we are right now, we're trying to uh, partner with a farm. We're looking for farms that are open to yep. this concept and to this idea. And we're uh, looking for land that's multi-zoned or can can yeah. have us put up this business because we're ready. Right. Uh, and we did have one. We did have a location that we were connected to. It was a, a variance type situation and we didn't end up getting it. So we kind of moved on. And now we're just looking for that perfect location to build our model. Yeah. But I, I can be honest, I down the road, I, I don't want to run from the challenge of trying to put this on. Um, lots or farms that could use it perfectly that aren't zoned for it. I think it's a very beneficial thing. And the idea behind this is the is the low intensity and high frequency of them. Cheap, sustainable infrastructure that does the job and that we can widespread. The idea would to be able to have these all over the place and kind of working together and a frequency of permaculture sites, which is very much so what our environment needs. Yeah, I mean, I think I mentioned earlier the the idea of having accessible and healthy meal options and just really having a place for the community because no matter where you are, no matter what town you're going through, especially in this part of Massachusetts, it's all chain restaurants and fast food and grab and go. And, you know, especially in, in the suburbs, the food scene out there is barely up and coming. And I think it's pertinent and so important to be able to provide for people. And that that's, you know, where my passion lies in, in, in this sort of big picture. Yeah. We, we joke around and talk about how we want to replace every McDonald's with a Thunderdome. Yeah. Tiger grass, grass. the cafe, you know, and it's, it, it's really, we're not talking about frills and gold leaf and you know three starred whatever but um you know the food that i make the food that i cook for myself and my family and the people that i love and care about it's you know it's sustainable it's plant-based it's Incredible. there's a lot of thought behind it and you know me yeah. being in my position i understand that the average person doesn't think about food in that way but that doesn't mean that they can't enjoy it mm. Absolutely. I mean, the, the, the why of what you're doing is just so powerful because, you know, you do see things breaking down um, and, you know, we're sort of 
whether we either choose to go in this direction or we're forced to go in this direction, we're we're gonna go in this direction. I, I I'm with you, and mm -hmm. it is so cool. I mean, you guys, you know, again, you guys are you know relatively young people, and you and you get it, you see it. Um, so I'm very excited for you and this vision. Yeah, I think a lot of our generation kind of uh, you know um, subconsciously get it. Of course, there's a lot of millennials and whatnot with their heads stuck in the phone that don't care too much, but. Um, um, our generation is aware of it and that it, it's becoming urgent that we need to make changes with our food systems and our climate and all these things. And so we are motivated to take action. Have, have you hooked up with, so have there been any other like millennials or people that have, that have reached out to you or, or are you still just, you're still getting the building, the building, the message, getting the word out there? Yeah. So, um, as, as individuals and as a group, we are very into networking um, and we have kind of an extensive network uh, that goes through multiple states. Um, so we have definitely groups of people who are also into kind of these uh, healing ideas, these these bigger ideas, these um, we, we're friends with a whole group of people that are doing uh, ice baths with holotropic breathing. We're friends with other fitness guys. We're friends with um, tons of farmers. We, uh, yeah, and, and, and we're, we're very involved in the music scene in Boston as well. So we're trying to combine all of that into, into one thing. And, and we're looking to collaborate with more and more people. Mm, that's awesome. Um, that's so cool. Well, you know, I want to ask you guys some, some more individual questions about your practices and all that, but is there anything else that you guys want to bring up about that people should know about Thunderdome? Yeah. Yeah. A couple, um, a couple little things, you know, short term and long term, um, just to give people a better picture of what we got here. A geodesic dome is the perfect structure in the world for sound healing, right, Cal? You get some yes. attention on that. Yeah. So um, there's actually been some studies uh, recently uh, that demonstrate that human brain pattern frequencies can be shaped by harmonic ar architecture. Uh, so it's completely different than, say, like a box. And there's some famous quotes that I like to refer to from uh, uh, philosopher Alan Watts, uh, where he talks about how, you know, as human beings, we've created all these cities and structures that are very box-like or rectangular or just kind of put things in boxes. And, and what that does to our mind is it kind of inhibits growth because it, it, it compartmentalizes us. Uh, mentally, as well as spiritually and physically. Um, and so what, what the dome offers is kind of an unlimited potential for growth, um, especially when it comes to combining music and fitness and all the things that we want to have in this dome. Which um, is a, which very much a representation of who we are in the style of our fitness. We're very um, musically inclined and the dome will be very musically inclined. It'll uh, have recording capabilities. We'll have a nice little stage on there with some with some uh, CDJs, some DJ mixing station, and you know some instruments. And we'll get people in there playing music. So that's mm, one reason beautiful. it's a dome, as well as the fact that it symbolizes unity. Um, the triangles that that make up the dome are the strongest structure in the world. So it's extremely efficient and strong and portable, for that matter. You can take it down, um, and it's sustainable. You know, you can collect water with a dome and we want to try to get away from the infrastructure that people are overdoing these days. Everyone's putting up these large buildings with, with cheap material in these houses that are just going to end up falling apart in 30 years. And we already see that. 
So, you know, we, we think ahead and we look at these things, and, and I think a lot of the last generation doesn't really think about these things. They didn't have information the way we do. And so the perspective is a little bit uh, smaller here, and we're thinking about the future a little bit more in, in the style of living, maybe some community-style living. I think that this type of project can be a huge stepping stone for that. Um, but that's one component is that, you know, sound healing, the shape, the dome itself is going to be very unique, very aesthetic, and very attractive. But on top of that, I think that our product in there is going to be very cool. Um, the yoga meditation uh, and sound healing, like we said, will be really cool, musically inclined. And then we'll also do uh, a lot of what I coach now is called GOTA, Greatest of All Time Actions. Um, it's an absolutely amazing and um, what's the word? Um, it's going to change the whole industry. A revolutionary style of fitness for from my perspective, that uh, restores nature's design within the way we move and rest as human beings. Um, and it's been, it's changed the game for me as far as fitness and, and all my clients and my athletes. So we're going to utilize that extremely transformational style of fitness. I think that's going to be very attractive to people. Um, it also it aligns with nature's patterns and mathematics, which is what exactly the dome is about. So it's very weird how that came together. And then lastly, we're going to do martial arts. Uh, I'm a jujitsu guy myself. That's what I that's my interest. That's what I like to do to keep myself motivated and compete. So we'll do jujitsu and, and martial arts in that dome. The dome itself will work in synergy with Tiger Grass Cafe and Juice Bar right there. And then uh, we also have a program called Eco-Friendly Fundraising that we want to utilize at each location, which is essentially we grow vegetable seedlings or we get tree seedlings from the Arbor Day Foundation. And we help high schools um, fundraise which they do anyway in very um, unconscious ways, I'll say. They sell candy bars and they just do emails and stuff like that. I think this is a productive way to kind of tackle some of our societal issues and get our kids educated in the manner of how to do that um, you know, while making them some money. So we want to grow food and have these teams and youth programs sell them um, as their fundraisers. Mm. So this is... There's, there's many components to the project, like yeah. I said, and to many people, it seems complicated, but at its core, it's extremely practical, and it's about basic foundational aspects of human life that this society has thrown out for a rat race to nowhere. <laughs> right. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, um, when when the dome does happen, you know, maybe we'll do another follow-up uh, episode there. I'll interview absolutely. guys in the dome. Definitely. That is a recording studio, absolutely. Let's we'll do be doing it. podcasts. And I love it. All right. So let me just ask you this. Can you talk about the power of nature in your lives? Yeah. So, I mean, to me, it dates back to the soil and uh, the bad experience I had with Western medicine and the eye-opening experience um, that nature is essentially the optimal path and that the ignorance, ego, um, greed of man has gotten in the way of that. Um, we need to align with nature. Not to say the technology and science is all bad there's so much beauty in it right but there's got to be a merger between the two and i think we need to honor and respect the natural design and the natural patterns that are here they're much more complex and we as uh mankind kind of get ignorant thinking we know everything we sh we come up with these quick fixes that have shown to be counterproductive and toxic to our society in so many ways so i had a direct experience uh with that with pharmaceuticals that kind of screwed me up and i dove down the rabbit hole of human consciousness and the potential of humans healing internally. Um, and that was the first experience I had that really opened my eyes. I became obsessed with uh, that website, Gaia, 
and all these documentaries learning about um, the true nature of, of human consciousness and the poor lifestyle that really leads to many of the issues we face as individuals and as a society. So that was the first experience. And then in two, in 20, I think 2018, I had an, an experience that made me express it. So I, I, I bottled this vision up. I bottled all of this up and I bottled up a lot of frustration with society and people's inability to understand or care about what we really should be doing and where our priorities should be, where our time, energy, and focus should be, um, and how we cause our own problems. I was very frustrated with that, especially with you know people in my life that were close to me. I felt like I, I could see a lot of things that other people just didn't or, or didn't care to see or didn't try. They just kind of went with the uh, the norm, whether it was working or not. And so I had another eye-opening experience. Ironically, I, I lost vision in my right eye. I got a uh, tumor. A meningioma that strangled the optic nerve in my right eye. And the second it happened, uh, even before it actually happened, in doing my studies of spirituality in, in the human mind, body, and spirit and true health, I knew that I was off and I was not in a good place. And uh, I knew it had a lot to do with my inability to express or do anything about this passion and this vision that I had already lined up and created. And so um, I got the tumor and I knew that that was the calling to, to, to start to really face myself and um, live to the knowledge that I had. And Kalman really helped me, um, you know, build my Instagram and, and start Three-Eyed Tiger, which is exactly when that started, and start to express these things. Um, so I did six weeks of radiation and then I immediately flew to Costa Rica and got my 200-hour uh, yoga cert, which I knew that someday was going to happen. And it was going to be a part of Thunderdome and yoga and the philosophy of it. Um, meditation was going to be the foundation of it. I really dove into meditation practices myself, mantras, and e even chanting uh, by myself in my basement. And I felt that totally elevate my vibration, uh, my efficiency, my alignment in the world around me. There's so many aspects to the holistic scene and the holistic wellness that are almost inexplainable. Um, and probably why many people are skeptical or turned off by it. But uh, I totally had a very um, very reassuring experience with it that everything I had studied kind of came true and, and I kind of lived it and aligned with it and especially with all the universal signs and signals that were coming through as I opened my heart. There's a quote that says nature rewards courage um, and to me that that has been really a loud saying as of late uh, over the past couple of years is like the more I combine myself with nature, the more I experience nature, and uh, the more the more I feel aligned to it, and the more I feel whole, the more I feel I can tap into my divine self, my divine masculine and feminine energies, and, and be the best human I can be. And um, I think one of the biggest things as human beings that we should also tap into, and what makes us human, is the ability to give our gifts to others, and to share and really help heal. Um, I think that's like, that to me, that's like what this whole project is about, is about healing other people and getting other people connected to nature using our own personal experience um, and our own journeys uh, that we've we've done research on and we've ha we, we, we know to be true because we've yes. been following that path. Um, you know, Which, there's, there's a saying, uh, or there's a quote from uh, Charlie Chaplin, his famous speech quote that I actually have written down here. I wanted to mention at some point, um, I think now is a good time. He says, we all want to help one another. 
human beings are like that. We want to leave, live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. And this world has room for everyone. And the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful, but we have lost the way. So this is just like, it just touches me very deeply, um, just because I know that this earth is beautiful and we can heal through it and with it. And we can tap into those frequencies and that energy and, and be um, be one with nature. And this is our our big statement on how to do that. I think the, the whole Thunderdome for us is is not necessarily like just our idea. It's it's everyone's. We want it to be we're we're trying to create a platform and, and a way for other people to also tap into this nature and to this what it means to be human. Um, and I think that's, you know, that's that's important to us. That's that's what our big goal is. Yeah, a platform and a, and a home base for, you know, the holistic health community that's growing and um, in the past has lacked and a lot of people write it off. And I think what what Common just said really just aligns with with our purpose, which we kind of just sum up by saying we're enhancing connection with ourselves, each other and the earth, um, making for a better experience, um, reducing pain and, and providing um, a healthier lifestyle. Mm. Beautiful. Manya, let me ask you a question. Um, sure. <laughs> what are some of the daily practices? Do you have any, well, let me ask you, do you have any daily practices or rituals that kind of keep you grounded, more centered and feeling more peaceful? Um, this is probably really predictable answer, but it's cooking. <laughs> um, Beautiful. That is, that is where I find... Um, my balance that's where i find um some calmness even though it can be quite chaotic if you're not used to it but i i find um that it's uh, a really positive creative outlet for me and even as recent as last night trying to figure out what to have for dinner and i was like i don't want to do this i don't want to cook i i have a block and i just like <laughs> took a deep breath and opened the fridge and made dinner and it was great <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and you know i tried to um be super mindful um of what's going on around us and i do um you know practice as well meditation um yoga some fitness being you know involved with these two and integrating that into my life because it had been Dota. missing. yeah the goda it had been missing for the last you know, 10 years or so being in the restaurant industry, I had no time to take care of myself. So now I make sure, you know, to do what is good for my body. And we've been, um, you know, I've been changing my, my lifestyle habits, um, my eating habits, things like that. Um, and really just taking the time to, you know, be patient with myself and go through the trial and error, because as we all know, no two people are the same. We're not cookie cutter beings. And, you know, I, I think what I've gone through the last year, I can, you know, help other people go through that. And yeah, having my be using food as a way to express that. Yeah. Health, right. health is a journey. And yeah. we, we are, we are on to, it. We are on it and we are trying to share it. Yeah. <laughs> mm, love that. 
So uh, for, for all three of you, for, for anybody listening, and this can just be sort of what, what comes, you know, the initial thing that comes to mind, for anybody listening who's feeling powerless and hopeless about their life and their future, what might be one thing they could start to do today to begin to take their life in a new direction? Breath work. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, bro, we're all going to say the same thing. <laughs> Breath work. Um, exercise, food, and sleep. That, that, that's the foundation of all of it. Um, like I said, basic human principles previously. Uh, Breathwork is free for everyone and it is extremely transformative. Um, food, obviously your microbiome, whatever you put in your body is gonna affect not just your body, but your mind. Your mind and your body are one. Um, sleep is a huge one. Uh, make sure you're getting sleep and you're not overstimulated. I talk about people redlining a lot in the parasympath or the sympathetic state in this culture meaning they don't activate their rest and recovery as much, which is a very much to do with the way they breathe. Um, and then exercise. Movement is medicine. We are designed to be forward locomotive beings, and the really healthy, um, active human beings uh, are, the, are the ones that seem to have the best mindset uh, most of the time. And so people, when they struggle mentally, I say, you know what? Stand up and just walk. I said, go outside, start walking. When you get the energy, start to run a little bit. If you get tired, shut it back down. But if you can get that energy flowing in your body, you can flip your mindset pretty quickly. Nice. All right. You motivated me, Jim. I'm heading out right after this. <laughs> uh, and uh, all right. So the, the last question here, and, and you can each take this um, however you want to do it. But if you had the opportunity to travel back in time, 15 to 20 years. I mean, you guys are already pretty young, so I don't want to, I don't want you to be like two years old, but I guess maybe like 15 years. Um, what, what words of wisdom would your current self maybe share with that younger self? Who's maybe like six, seven years old or so. Think for yourself. Uh, I would 100%. say, I would say eat, eat more plants and go to, if I could train my younger self, go to, that would yeah. be Ideal. <laughs> Go to would be great, but I definitely think thinking for yourself and not trying to conform to the ways that are pressured by society. Um, you know, a lot of what I thought I had to do or I thought I was wrong for was actually, you know, far off. And, and there's a ton of adults or leaders or, 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 you know, the last generation misguiding kids out there. And, I, and, you know, I think this is all the way through our society, not to get too into it, but we live in a very unconscious manner. And a lot of the things that are mattered, like we talked about earlier, are put on the back burner. And so um, I just think that I would have I would have told myself to trust my intuition and think for myself a little bit more. Uh, Manya Kalman, did you guys want to add anything to that? Or Yeah, I mean, without being too cheesy, you know, not living by anybody else's rules. But also, I think one of the lessons that I've learned is that if you don't provide for yourself, how are you going to provide for anybody else? Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of self-love. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I think uh I I can't get too deep on that question because I feel like um you I'm know with crying. with with all the things and traumas that have happened in my life it's built me up to who I am today and it's definitely shaped where I am and I I love where I am and I love I've learned to love myself so I think that, that's definitely a difficult question but I do I do like to think about it too. <laughs> mm, beautiful. All right, guys. So uh, if someone sure, is couple, sorry, sorry, Drew, what were you saying? I just have a couple, <laughs> couple of closing tiny little thoughts that I thought it would be cool to share while anyone is uh, listening and, and, and uh, yeah. interested in the topic. Just real quick. Um, 
Got out of the dome, we're also going to offer educational courses of, of unique things like astrology, cooking, Manya will do some cooking. And we'll also do some uh, musical events, like we said, we're musically inclined. Um, and then the last thing I'd like to mention is that, you know, long term, the vision long term here is, like I said, to have a frequency over intensity of these domes. But I think it would be really cool if these domes were potentially, you know, sponsored and had their own unique style. So people that uh, have influence and resources and understanding, if they're looking for ways to kind of give back to the world or, you know, do good for people, I think that they could help create these centers and have it as a unique representation of who they are and how they can give back to the world. Um, you know, I think it'd be really cool if things like, you know, professional athletes had their own setup, um, stuff like that, where the people who have been successful and, and done great things in this society can kind of give back to our communities and help rebuild our environment. Mm, that's awesome. Awesome, guys. Um, so, okay, so where can people go to find you if they want to learn more about Thunderdome and, and you all? Uh, where should they go? So uh, we have, um, Jim mentioned his Instagram earlier, uh, and then we also have just the website, the threeeyedtiger.com. Um, and then we... We each have our own Instagram right now. Uh, my Instagram, uh, I'm, this is Coleman Lulek speaking. My Instagram is Wolfgang underscore wellness. And then, and then I also have a food based Instagram. It's called Manya's kitchen sink. All one word. Yeah. Nice. And we, we post a variety of stuff. We have fun with it. So Instagram is our main platform right now. Um, we're not using Facebook, uh, currently, uh, but we will, when we open to help with like events, um, but as as of now, Instagram is our main main source of communication and uh, networking. networking, and to show kind of what what we're doing and where we're at. Yeah, we'll do a lot more social media based, uh, online based when we do open. A lot of the stuff we do in the dome will be filmed online, and we will reach out to people more on social networks once we open. But for now, our main focus is really just getting open. Perfect. Perfect. Guys, thank you so much. This was it. And we'll link up in the show notes as well. But uh, thank you guys for taking the time today. Thanks for having awesome. us. Thank you, yes, Drew. Thank you so much, Drew. We really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Drew Perlman Show. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. In the words of Mark Twain, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than the things you did do. So throw off the bow lines, sail away from the safe harbor, and catch the trade winds in your sails. Explore, dream, discover, and stay well, everyone.